Welcome, everybody, to your favorite podcast for the spoops, the creeps, and the cryptids, the Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society. Grab your snacks. It's time for the creepy. We are bringing you two underrated, really scary, really creepy cryptids that not a lot of people know about, except, you know, unless you're a part of the First Nations, the Cherokee, to be precise, or you live in Maryland. And apparently... Even if you do live in Maryland, you don't know about it. <laughs> right? So, what what do you got for us, Kellick? All right. So, the Snallygaster uh, is this crazy cryptid that took place in, or first appeared in Maryland in 1730. Um, German immigrants, they... They came here to settle and everything, and essentially, they were plagued by this giant winged creature that would steal cattle, it would kill humans. I mean, it was it was not a, a good creature at all. Um, this thing was said to have a 30 to 40 foot wingspan, uh, a long beak, like metallic beak, uh, meat hooks for basically talons. And depending on when you actually, you know, who you talk to and when, uh, it also had octopus-like tentacles that would come out of its mouth to grab its victims. Uh, it would uh, have either a single eye in the middle of its head, two red eyes, or a whole head full of eyes. So, Like a spider. I think... Right. So I think it, what basically happened to this is the same thing that happened to old Wendy boy, uh, where it just as so essentially, I think it kind of blew out of proportion and may have had a bit of HP Lovecraftian uh, theme thrown in it for good measure. But I mean, it does even, have, it does have Cthulhu vibe to it with the tentacles, right? And I think that uh, the even still, like the original description of the creature is just terrifying. Um, the Germans called it the Schnellergeist, which means quick spirit. And it was supposed to be half bird, uh, half reptile. Um, they claimed that it was, it had nightmarish features like demon or ghoul. Uh, but yeah, the Snallygaster is this mean, mean creature that uh, has been seen all throughout Maryland. So yeah. Um, in fact, it was at one point, it was so well known in the early 1900s that the Smithsonian Institution actually put out a reward for its hide. And it was like a hundred thousand. What's that? Go, no, no, I was just laughing oh. because I mean, how, how many museums do you know about that put out a hit on a cryptid? Right. They, they wanted mean, a. $100,000 they were putting out a $100,000 reward for this creature's hide. They they wanted it dead and they wanted its skin. Now, one of the descriptions of this is that its skin is impenetrable. So, yeah. 
Uh, people have been reported to sh- try to shoot it to no effect. I mean, this thing is basically bulletproof. It is, you know, nightmare terror from above kind of thing. Uh, silent hunter makes no noise uh, other than when it screeches like a locomotive whistle, which, you know, that's terrifying. So, yeah, I mean, this it, thing that's, is That's gnarly. nightmare fuel. Yeah, right? it's gnarly. It's, it's nightmare fuel is what that is. I mean, just... Yeah, I mean, this death. thing is... Death from above. Right, and that's that's a 40-foot wingspan. I mean, to put it into perspective, that's the, that is the full length of a full-size school bus. That's huge. So... Imagine like the biggest school bus, which is, I think, around 42 feet, and that is the wingspan of this creature. That's a negative. It's, it's my terrifying. No, right? Thank you. Mm-mm. I don't want to. That's not something that I want to come across just trying no. to camp. You know how many times and- we've, <laughs> we've been wanting to go camping, right? We've all wanted to go and do this stuff. But as soon as we talk about going camping, we've always got a horror story that always like people back out, including yeah. including one of our listeners, including, you know, our social media manager here. One of them, Tina, she has backed out. I don't know how many times of, of camping. I've tried to get her to go camping like I want to go camping. <laughs> I do. But then then we've got these cryptids. We've got Wendy boy, you know, then we had the Fae that were luring people, you know, to their doom. Mm-hmm out there, you know, dancing around haunted dolls and stuff. And no, now we've got giant vampiric pterodactyl with a wingspan of of a magic school bus. I'll pass. <laughs> I don't want it. Now no thank you. One one thing that was said to have reportedly worked uh was a seven pointed star that they would paint on their barn that pe- the people the settlers would paint on their barns and that was said to protect them from these creatures so um and now they're just known as bar star or barn stars so which you can actually if you go to Maryland uh that, supposedly okay. still barns with big stars you know seven pointed stars painted on the on their roofs, on their, on the walls of the barns. I mean, these, they were very serious about this. That's crazy because that goes all the way. Like they do the same thing in Texas, like on their barns and decoration, you get them in cut and steel and all that stuff. That's crazy. Right. Oh, that's where that, oh, we do. Yeah. We already got comments, girl. (laughs) Here we go. Looks like I'm not getting any sleep tonight. I'm going to make me a cup of coffee. <laughs> I'm sorry. No sleep for you. I'm actually I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. This is good for you, Tina. This is good for you. Because by the time we get into like season two of our podcast, you're gonna be like numb, girl. You're not gonna be afraid of nothing. <laughs> nothing. That, you're gonna have an arsenal. Gonna be that, that hardened cryptid warrior. Yeah. She's yeah. going to know how to fight everything at this point. You won't no she's more gonna, fear. She's going to have like that utility belt with like sage and a lighter and, you know, EMF readers. Silver bullets. And silver bullets. <laughs> and she's going to be armed Holy to the water. teeth. 
<laughs> I'm serious with a bag of chicken nuggets. Yep, living on Pluto with sweet and sour sauce and ranch. And unless she's with Dylan, because then Dylan doesn't get no sauce. He gets dry chicken nuggets. <laughs> Let's see what else we got here. I'm not just backing out of camping, I'm backing out of Earth. I'm backing out of this 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 whole atmosphere. I'm backing out. I'm back. I'm backing out. I knew it was I don't want to be here anymore. I'm gonna see if NASA can it. hook me up with a rocket that can yep. fly yep. my to Pluto. Mm-hmm. Yep, there we go. I'm backing out. <laughs> you called it, Alec. I'm a two step on out of here and be with my buddies and my chicken nuggies and on uh, on Pluto. <laughs> Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yep, and, and y'all gonna say it's nightmare fuel, and and yeah. it's in Maryland. Hi, y'all gonna sleep just fine. <laughs> y'all gonna sleep just fine tonight. I'm yeah. not. <laughs> Poor thing. Oh no, oh, you're not sorry. I already knew that from the get go. I knew this already. So I, I, where's the love? Hmm. Where is it? I don't see it, even with my glasses. Look here, look here. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I do (laughs) love you. That's why I'm I'm making sure that you know how to kill these things and how to protect yourself. That's that's another whole side to this podcast. We do make sure that you are armed, lady. Okay, <laughs> maybe scared right now, but once once you have all of the knowledge and you arm yourself, you know, like we were saying, you'll have the utility. You'll be like Sam and Dean. Okay, you'll have the trunk full of all of your your goodies to fight all the bad things in the dark, and you won't be afraid no more. You'll be like kicking butt and stuff. It'll be great. Don't I love you? That's why I'm doing this. Don't man, I'm offended now. <laughs> How am I gonna fight that flying thing? You just said the skin is uh, uh, can't be penetrated. You already said that. So fire. How I'm There's got to be. What I'm gonna do? Throw a rock at it. Paint the we'll star. What, what Paint am I gonna star. do? Paint the star. Throw a shoe. <laughs> stomp my foot. Show my dog. <laughs> he'll probably oh he'll probably use Toto like a damn toothpick. Oh. <laughs> Show my dog. And, and I'm probably the one to blame for this one because I found this creature while I was researching for old Wendy boy. So I, it's not even my you know, fault this time. I found it. I bookmarked it. And I was like, I got to talk about this at some point because this is just too good and too little known. I mean, the people need yeah. to hear this. This is exciting stuff. And I say exciting. You say terrifying. Both sides of the same coin. You know, it's it's an adrenaline rush either way. Either way, it's but an see, adrenaline rush. I look at it like this: no matter what it is, if it's part of this natural world, I find it absolutely fascinating because. How did this creature come to be? You know, whether it was through creation, evolution, however you want to put it, however everything got here. The fact of the matter is, if these creatures do in fact exist, they've got to be the most interesting creatures on the planet. And I want to see them. I I want to know from a distance, you know, I don't want to. Okay, see so close. wait, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second. We're not going to speed by like that 
like you didn't just say what you just said. You just <laughs> said that you want to see this terrifying, blood-sucking, cannibalistic. Hell yeah. Indestructible pterodactyl. But you, but you won't go with me to go find the floating island in Scotland, you want to put me on a leash, but you, this thing's indestructible. It's indestructible. It's indestructible. Listen. I am reiterating what we're saying here. This thing is indestructible, but Kellick wants to go see that one. She doesn't want to go see the Wendy boy who can be killed. She doesn't want to go see the Sinusiphalae who can be killed. No, she wants to see from a distance, hey, I would which see isn't safe this. anyways. It's the I, size I of a the- bus. <laughs> Say it again. I wouldn't Say it see. Again. I dare you. I wouldn't see the ghost boys. I wouldn't see all the ghosties mm. and stuff mm. because those are like ethereal creatures. You can't. No. Mm-mm. See, from from Kissing. a physical creature, you can get away. You can hide. No, nah, that's that's all sorts of bass backwards. That is all sorts <laughs> of bass backwards. I am stating this now for future reference. How bass backwards <laughs> this is, okay? And for the record, for the record, I would totally go find that island, High Brazil. Yes, I would find it. I, I would totally go on that ex- expedition. It's Avalon, just like I'm going I did. Okay, that thing. You just. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Am I going to fight? I don't know why it's doing that. Stop. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently. The app wants to make sure that Tina has been heard that she's not going to fight the flying thing. Though I have I heard, be heard. Be- <laughs> she will be heard. She will be heard thrice. Okay. Thrice times. Although I have heard that the, ch- the power of the chinchala, if I am saying this correctly, um, because I do not speak um, Spanish. I'm, I do apologize to our um, Latin listeners. <clears throat> Sorry, I almost coughed. Um, our Latin listeners, I I do not speak Spanish properly, and I apologize for that if I am mispronouncing the name. Um, but I have heard that the power of the flip flop. I'm going to put it in in my terms so that I don't butcher your language, your beautiful language, any more than I already have. Is lethal and deadly, especially in the hands of a grandmother. That thing is lethal. So I mean, if we take lessons. Tina, that's all I'm saying. If we take lessons from a a Latin grandmother with the power of the flip flop, we you may actually be able to throw your shoe. <laughs> it could take it out. We don't know. It could happen. I'm just saying. We I'm I'm looking for um, I'm put, I'm submitting my application now for um, wonderful, loving <laughs> Latin grandmothers who are. Um, <laughs> Willing to teach me the power of the flip flop, please. And thank you. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> so you're going to have to Alec- call the Russians or Elon Musk because NASA doesn't fire any more rockets on its own anymore. Well, yeah, that's true. But I <laughs> mean, Elon is is, is he's is, 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 what is the word? Listen, tongue. I'm going to need you to work properly. Eccentric <laughs> enough to be down for sending Tina to Pluto. With a lifetime supply of chicken nuggets, he actually has the funds to do that. So I don't. I, he may, you know, true. just be like for, you know, just to cuss and discuss. Let's see what happens. She is escaping the planet to leave the cryptids. He might even fund us looking for cryptids. I don't know, Elon. <laughs> if you're out there, we uh we want to hunt cryptids. You've got yes, please. You've, you know, you've got the money. 
We've got the time. Just saying. Anyway. I'm down. Oh, Kelly. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I thought we was cool. Hmm? I thought we was cool. You know, with Stoops going ahead and being like, oh, let's go into the Pandora's box. Let's open it. And then we'd be the ones that'd be like, let's not. I thought we was cool. I thought. I'm going to pull a Patrick real quick. I thought what we had was special. I thought I was wrong, Gallic. Are you betrayed? In my heart. I feel it. I feel it. You know what? <laughs> I told you it was her fault. It's not my fault this time. Listen, I'm going to give you two weaknesses of this Snallygast, all right? Two weaknesses. There's two ways to kill it. You either get the DeWeo on your side, or you have a moonshine distillery. That's how you get rid of them. Now, we'll go into the moonshine distillery first, because this is probably the most... You're telling me that this giant creature has a weakness for moonshine? Well, let's just say that it may have been a scapegoat for moonshiners. Part of the history of this thing. For mountain lightning? Yep. All right. So (laughs) this is is how this happens. All right. Tell me how this works. So. (laughs) No. In the. the t- <laughs> in the time of the uh, the dry period when alcohol was illegal, uh, the moonshiners would be making you know alcohol, and to basically keep the keep the cops off of you know off their tails, they came up with this idea of using the snallygast as a way to keep the the cops out of the woods at night and it also gives them a reason to have a uh, a screaming sound or you know a, a freight train's locomotive whistle sound um with their machinery that happened that you know when they were working on making the moonshine so they would blame that on the snallygaster and that kept the cops away from their moonshine distilleries so, now I kind of like this thing. I too right? have a weakness for mountain lightning. <laughs> now, uh, I will say, I am especially fond of the uh, mountain lightning pickles. Those are very delicious. So, if I, I just you know, I'm gonna throw them at him and just be like, "Have one! It's dill. <laughs> just take it." And run. See, see, look, Tina, we're already coming up with solutions right there. We're just going to throw mountain lightning at it and run. It'll so save one you. So one of the legends is that this thing actually happened to be flying over a moonshine distillery. And the fumes from the distillery ended up basically, I don't know if it killed it midair or if it just made it lose flight, but supposedly this thing came crashing down and landed in the distillery alcohol and died. (laughs) That's what they say. There is no proof of this. There is, you know, this is full on from the back hills, you know, myth and legend, folklore, no proof whatsoever. 
I don't care. I accept it as fact and I love it. I love every, every word of that. Leave it to the hillbillies of the Appalachians <laughs> to be able to take down an indestructible, cannibalistic, <laughs> primitive, <laughs> vampiric pterodactyl <laughs> with moonshine. Right? I love it. I love it. I accept it. That's it. It's done. <laughs> That's it. It's over. I love it. They can take down anything. Anything at this point. I don't care. I don't care. I love every minute. Heroes. They are heroes. That's it. Find you a hillbilly. Just do yep. it. And I hillbillies are great. I know lots of them and they're fantastic people. Their culture is amazing. Who they are is amazing. I love it. I've I'm just saying. Find you a hillbilly. They will find a way. Indestructible? I don't think so. There's nothing indestructible. There's nothing. always a weakness. <laughs> There's always oh. a weakness. <laughs> they will find these. it. <laughs> Let's listen to these comments here. Oh, so Kelly is just betraying everybody today. Hey, yeah. She's just betraying everybody. First, she betrayed Kelly me the with, the, with, the, with the, the finding something that's in Maryland. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. First, and, and, I'm sorry. But I love Psychonauts. I, I I love you so much. I'm just joking. I'm just being stupid. Um, <laughs> but then you're gonna go ahead. You go ahead and say you want to put a leash on Sue, but want to go see yep. this indestructible thing. All right. Exactly. You know what? I think I'm the only one here that don't want to die. I think you two <laughs> want to go ahead and do all the crazy stuff. Y'all can take Jesse with you because she still wants to go to Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, I Maybe. Jesse's my people, I man. That I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, they don't fire any more <laughs> rockets. Hmm. Well, you know what? Let me just email Elon Musk real quick <laughs> and be like, "Hey, buddy. Hey, you remember? You remember when I gave you the last chicken nugget that was on my plate? Mm-hmm. You remember that?" He doesn't. I never gave him that. I probably would never do that. I don't even give it to my own brother, and that's my own flesh and blood right there. But you, you remember the last chicken nugget I gave you? Yeah. I need a rocket. Now you need to share the last nugget with Elon. I'm sure he would love it. I'm sure he would. He would. He would get tickled over that, especially because you want to go to Pluto because of the crew. <laughs> I bet he would find uh, a way. He would. He would. He would find a way. Knowing Elon, he would find a way. <laughs> like I said, nothing is indestructible. Never say never. What is that uh, true. American tell? Fifle? Never, never say never? That's what it is. Never say never. Exactly. It could happen. Anything is possible. Didn't y'all know that moonshine and mountain lightning is the cure-all for everything? Literally everything. Everything. Literally everything. Indestructible, ancient cryptid. We got this. We got this. And they're going to jump into that freaking... Right? Hold hold my moonshine. (laughs) I got this. It's the equivalent of Florida man going, hold my (laughs) bird. 
<laughs> Hold my bra. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> the hillbillies literally said, Watch this. <laughs> and they, you know, they cut like, they, they'll cut those two little mink, like the Franken cars, and they'll cut like a truck and a van in half and like put it together. They'll jump into one of those suckers and they'll just like take that thing down with a moving. <laughs> like distillery of moonshine i it'll happen i'm serious if i'm I'm telling you if there's ever an apocalypse the rednecks the hillbillies that's that's team a that's where i'm going Mm -hmm. team a okay they come up with the craziest inventions and i love it it's in it's incredible i love that stuff so yeah there's you can't you can't convince me otherwise now they also have a a different uh arch enemy than just moonshine so apparently their arch enemy is the deweo which is also another cryptid you know this cryptid we've talked about this cryptid yes we have cryptid is amazing he's great he's noble now hold on hold on what do, here's the description of this thing. Bipedal, so stands on two feet, stands between six and nine feet tall, uh, is covered in hair, and has a big bushy tail with the head of a wolf. What does that sound like to you? Sinocephali. So we have we have talked about that before. In fact, that was our very first podcast, I believe. So, whoop, looks like Sooth is reconnecting. Um, yeah, so the Deweo is essentially the Sinocephali, uh, which also, Tina, that means that you've got a Sinocephali buddy somewhere in Maryland because that's where everything takes place. But I guess these things are mortal enemies where um, they literally, when they see each other, they, they fight it out. They duke it out. And um, yeah, so it, it's crazy there. You've got the sinocephali wolf man, and then you've got the, uh, the snallygaster who are mortal enemies, which makes me wonder if the snallygaster uh, is in fact older than where we first know it from, which is the 1730s. So, I mean, if it's a mortal enemy of the sinocephali, it had to have been around for a long time. So, yeah. Uh, Hang on one second. We are definitely having technical difficulties here. Bear with me. See if I can get her back on. Okay, so just got word she will be back shortly, so we'll go ahead and continue on. Um, So yeah, the Snallygaster, in my opinion, if I was to pick any kind of crazy natural creature that this could possibly be, I would think it would be a pterosaur. And I say that because you've got the long pointy beak, which pterosaurs had with the 
excuse me, the uh, sharp razor teeth. Uh, I don't believe in the whole uh, octopus tentacle things coming out of the mouth. I, I think that was probably an embellishment um, that took place to scare people. And so I'm not really thinking that's part of the thing. But I do think that, I mean, you've got the pterosaurs, which have the the leathery wings. Oh, is she back? Is she back? Yes? No? All right. Looks like she's still having technical difficulties. Um, but yeah, they've got the the leathery wings like a pterosaur. They have the sharp, you know, meat hook talons, which the pterosaurs had these, you know, talon like um, claws that would come out of their out of the tops of their wings. So, and the pterosaurs, the largest of those um, of that, you know pterodactyl you know those creatures they they do fall in that size category of 30 to 40 feet wingspans so it is very possible that uh these early german settlers were in fact seeing a prehistoric dinosaur um these pterodactyls or these pterosaurs uh, at least that's that's my my thought on it. Um, another thing is that the pterosaurs were actually found on the eastern side of America, so it is in fact possible that you know in so a little bit of history about the uh, the Appalachian Mountain Range. They are actually older than any other mountain range in North America. That's why they're actually lower than like the Rockies and the Sierra Nevadas because they're older. They've had time to settle and drop down. You know, they've kind of, they've lowered in elevation due to just age. But that also means that because they're much older, older things may live there still. And because there are so many areas that are uncovered or, you know, undiscovered, it's possible that some prehistoric creatures still exist. I mean, they talk about that in the, um, in the Congo, you know, dinosaurs still existing. Like they, they've talked about the plesiosaur possibly still existing and even raptors. So it's not so far fetched to believe that, you know, a pterodactyl or a pterosaur may, may in fact still be alive today in the Appalachian Mountains. So now there are some some things that I don't know how these people know this, but for instance, the uh, the period of incubation for one of these eggs of the Snellergeist um, is supposed to be 20 years. So it goes, it lives for 20 years and there's a 20 year uh, hatching cycle for the new one to appear, which I find convenient. And uh, I don't know how anybody would ever know that, but they say that the egg is supposed to be the size of a, a full size barrel. So, or like a keg. So that's a big, big egg. That's all I'm saying. Um, that is, can you hear me? Hey, you're back. Hi. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of the universe being complete jackhole, my new, brand new laptop just decided to go, hey, 
So um, right now, at this exact moment, we're going to do um, technical difficulties and do a configuration and uh, boot you completely all the way off. So um, I'm, I'm currently on my old setup with my Wi-Fi headphones to come back. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back. Glad to have you back. <laughs> Woohoo, I'm back. So what are we talking about? What's going on? Where am I? All right. So I was just talking about the how the Snallygaster could potentially be a pterosaur and how it fits into uh, the Appalachian Mountains and um, just kind of the origins and the, that ancient, you know, prehistoric history of it. So, yeah. Nice. Now. Okay. Giant egg. Now we've. Got it. We've pretty much covered everything on the Snallygaster, but we haven't talked about the uh the raven mocker yet so oh, yeah that thing okay this thing is really Let's interesting yes i'm going to tell you about this one this one this one got me okay it's it's all sorts of confusion for me and the reason why i say that is because there's so many different versions you've got one and it comes from the First Nations, the, Cher- the Cherokee people, okay, in the Appalachian Mountains. And in one version, you have it as a shapeshifter that can appear as an older person, man or woman, like an elderly person, okay? And right. they can shapeshift from this elderly person into something like a crow or a raven, and fly away. But then you have it as a Bigfoot. A Bigfoot. Right. Now, now, one thing that gets me is the only time that I've heard it uh, referred to like a, like a Bigfoot um, is like the, the Destination America show, Mountain Monsters. And I haven't really heard any of the actual uh, Cherokee Nation reports of that being the case with the Bigfoot. It's always this like raven-like creature that – don't get me wrong. That's terrifying. Like – but I, I don't know. Like I don't know if the, if the whole Bigfoot um, creature I – don't, I don't know if that's actually – like what do you think? Well, you think it's think, more of the elephant or if it, you think it's more of the Bigfoot? Um, I think it's more of the elderly person that can shapeshift into a raven. That's but my thought, that, too. It's just a thought. It's just my opinion. Okay. And my opinion comes with a grain of salt. Okay. I'm just, I'm just here to talk about it. I'm not the one <laughs> who created it. I'm not the one who, who made the, the, the lore on this on this cryptid but it is terrifying and let me tell you why it's so terrifying okay the raven mocker or the woman of the woods is supposedly a shape-shifting bigfoot-like creature of the cherokee people of the appalachian mountains okay or appalachian appalachia i like to say appalachia but it's regional dialect okay um The abilities and the hunting behaviors of this cryptid is what kind of creeps me out, okay? It 
is attracted to death, to people who are sickly and dying. And their whole thing is, is they need to get to this, this person who is on their deathbed before they die. And they basically torment them and get their fear levels up like real bad right before they die. And then they take their heart. And there's no signs of, of them taking their heart, okay? Like a physical appearance. Like they don't go through the chest. It's not all gnarly and gross and gory and stuff. They like somehow get to the um, the person's heart without leaving a mark on them. Right. And then, yeah. And then they eat the heart so that they can take what this person, like the years and days and minutes this person would have had and inject it into their bodies to make them live longer. And now, one one thing about these is that, so when the with the person being on their deathbed, um, usually they're surrounded by loved ones and everything, but these raven mockers were said to be invisible and they were not solitary beings like there would be several of them like ready to fight over this heart and consume it so like there was several of there's usually several of them that come in and i believe they can be both they can take the appearance of both men and women but um it's they they take the appearance of the person that they consume Mm -hmm. so it's there and only like powerful um medicine men can actually see them for who they really are see through the invisible glamour or the uh the the look of the person that this glamour of the person that is past um they can see past that and if this raven mocker is seen in its true form uh it has 7 days to live it will only yep. live for seven more days, and then it dies. Exactly. And they they can't, once they're known, once they're figured out, you know, when somebody goes, aha, I know what you are. I see. I see you. I see you. I see it with my own eyes. <laughs> then they're like, oh, no, you can't save me. No. And then they die seven days later, all withered up and gross. Bleh. But no, now, really, like they do move in pairs. Right. And, and, and I read this very interesting, uh, I guess, ritual that is done by the the Cherokee elders um, or medicine men and to basically protect the the sick or injured or, you know, the person who's trying to get better um, to protect them, they have this ritual that they do. And uh, I'll read it if you guys don't mind listening. Uh, I'll read what they do. So when the Raven Mocker comes to the house, they find others of their kind waiting there. Uh, Unless there is a doctor on guard who knows how to drive them away, they go inside all invisible and frighten and torment the sick person until they kill him. 
sometimes uh, to do this, they even lift the person from the bed and throw them on the floor um, while their friends think they're struggling for breath. But in reality, it's these raven mockers pushing them around and trying to cause fear to basically cause them to die. So after the evil spirits kill them or kill the person, they take out the heart, they eat it, uh, and so add to their own lives as many days or years that they've taken from the from their victim. Um, but so the medicine man to keep watch, uh, they would uh, they would basically watch the person until the burial took place because once they were buried, uh, the Raven mockers would no longer come after these people. Um, but they were said, I'm trying to find it here. They were said to, uh, let me see. They drive, they drive sharpened sticks into each corner of the house. And I guess at about noontime, uh, the medicine man gets ready for the old tobacco, which he fills, you know, with in his pipe. He then wraps the pipe in a black cloth. The sacred tobacco is smoked only for this purpose. He then goes out into the forest and returns just before dark, about which time the spirit would arrive. Lighting the pipe, he goes slowly around the house, puffing the smoke in the direction of every trail by which the spirit might approach. He then goes into the house to wait. When the spirit arrives, the sharpened sticks on the sides of the house shoot up into the air and come down like an arrow upon the head. This causes the spirit to die within seven days. So that is the the ritual that they would do to... Uh, prevent these raven mockers from taking the lives of their victims. Hmm. Yeah, I thought that was pretty intense. <laughs> that was intense. That was really intense. Yeah. All right, we got a comment. Please don't tell me I have to start kicking every elderly person I see now. <laughs> <laughs> you would. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> that would be bad. No, no elder abuse. I just, I but no, there, <laughs> there have been some interesting stories that I've heard of these raven mockers. You know, like a hunter. I heard one story where this hunter came into, you know, he was going through the wilderness and came to this hunting lodge and when he got there there were these he heard the sound of the ravens and then he, all of a sudden he saw this older gentleman and that looked kind of off and a little bit jerky but uh you know this older gentleman who was like you know please stay with us we haven't had meat in so long and all of this and then his wife, quote unquote, shows up, this elderly woman who, you know, yes, please stay with us. And he's like, uh, no. And he like left and went out, found, you know, a bunch of friends. They came back to the place because something was very off about these two. And they found the, the two elderly um, people, quote unquote, dead, deceased, um, 
in this hunting lodge and they they were not right so they burned the hunting lodge along with uh whatever these creatures were so that nothing could come of them so to me this thing like screams wendy boy vibes like seriously agreed so up another comment here there is a sweet old lady in my neighborhood in my little cul-de-sac and she's like the sweetest old lady in the in the entire cul-de-sac and there's a couple of older couples here and it's just her her husband passed away a while ago and she's so sweet every time i see her hi baby how you doing i'm doing good how you doing man i'm doing i'm blessed highly favored she's like this cutest little elderly please don't tell me i have to go across the parking lot and punt her like a field goal now please Unless she invites you in for a delicious meat dinner, I would say no. You're fine. <laughs> you, sh- you should be all right. I think you're okay. Think you're don't, okay. Go punch- <laughs> don't go punching uh, old ladies, please. <laughs> That'd be bad. <laughs> you might just get the cops called on you. Just saying. <laughs> oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. Poor Tina. Poor Tina. But yes, so yeah, so these things have been known all throughout, um, you know, the the Cherokee history, like through their folklore and legend. And they were supposed. Now, I don't know if I would consider them a cryptid or not, because technically they're supposed to be powerful witches, the most powerful out of all the witches. Now, in fact, they are said to be the envy of all the witches, you know, of that, you know, Cher- of the Cherokee people. Um, in fact, the the lesser, quote unquote, witches um, would, when they would find a, a dead raven mocker, they would essentially desecrate the body and destroy it and um, get their revenge you know, for, I guess, being better than them, or I, I don't know exactly. They just, they just don't it like them. It was jealousy. I mean, that sounds yeah. like straight up jealousy to me. I'm just saying. But yeah, you know. I would. Agree. And I, I, I don't know. They're, they're crazy because I guess when they fly, um, like embers and flame come off of their wings. And, you know, they're, they're supposed to be these terrifying beings. But I don't know. You think they're real? I, I tend to think they are, but I don't know. I, what do you think? Possible. I think anything's possible. That's what I think. And I think that they're terrifying. But kind of... I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's it's terrifying, but at the same time, I feel like it's the pinnacle of what we all strive to be. There's like a lesson in there somewhere. I'm sure that I'm just not seeing yeah. at this moment. There's a lesson about immortality coming with a cost, you know. For sure. And now, here's a here's, here's a question. Like, what? Oh, go ahead. What? Go ahead. No, no, what's the question? Tell me what's the question. Oh. Ask away. 
I was going to say, if a Wendy boy and a Raven mocker got into, you know, a fight, who do you think would win? Who would you put your money on? Okay, wait a minute. Hold it. (laughs) Because both are technically supposed to be witches. And, you know, if the Raven mocker is supposed to be the most powerful of all the witches, yeah, maybe they're more powerful than Wendy boy. I w- I'm gonna have to put my money on the Raven Mocker. I'm gonna have it. Are I, we starting this ground cryptid fighting ring? Because <laughs> I will go out and I will find me some cryptids, and I will have the best team. I will have the we, best team for underground okay, we cryptid. Do, we may have to do the uh, the cryptid. Uh, how would you put that? The battle royale of the cryptids. Yes. The last and, one standing, like who would win? Look, I'm putting my money on an episode on that. I would too. And I'm letting you know right now, if it, if it was like the between the Wendigo and the Raven Mocker, I'm putting my money on the Raven Mocker. No, 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 no. I live down here. I live down here. I'm good. You're the one who can't say it. But I'm letting you know right now the Raven Mocker because she got them wings, you know, that's got the fire on there and the Windy Boy can get taken down by fire. I'm putting my I'm putting my money on the Raven Mocker. Yeah. You're I'm probably putting. right. And they go after the heart. And the only way you can kill a Windy Boy is with fire and taking out their heart. And that's what the Raven Market uh, Mar- oh. Mar- That one. That word You're- that I can't say right now. The Raven Mocker. <laughs> That that's You're, what they do it, and they don't even have to cut them open to get it. They can just go they, right in and steal that heart. Exactly. You might be on something there. I am. I am the winner. 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 <laughs> the ra- Okay. The Raven Mocker wins this round. The Raven Mocker wins. <laughs> I am the winner. I feel like Mortal Kombat right now. Finish it. Yeah. Right. What would be be their fatality? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but I'm loving it. <laughs> I already won. What's the name of this game? I win. <laughs> Have y'all seen right? Big Daddy? that movie, Big Daddy? How come he gets all the oh, easy yeah. work? Hip hop, <laughs> hip hop economist. Hip hop, hip hop. Say the word. You want it? Can't can't do it. Can't do it. Yes, you can. Hippopotamus. Hippopotami. actually an episode not an episode a website where you can do like a hunger games kind of thing with any character or person that you want you would just have to put like the image in a certain slots and then oh, just hit real? start and then go on by the day and see who dies see who lives all that stuff it, 
We might have to oh, do that. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that could yeah, be I would totally do Like a cool, so that everybody could see it. What? Guys, wait. Heck yes. Now y'all, I actually want to do this now. <laughs> I do too. I totally want to do That would be this. incredible. It would be. Yeah. That's, we need to do more have... research on that. Now we got to do it. Now it's a thing. Now we have to do the it. The Battle of the Cryptids. The Battle of the Cryptids. Now we got to do it. Oh, I'm totally down for that. I am too. Speaking of battling, there is a challenge. Okay. I don't know oh if boy. anybody here knows this or our listeners know this. We have a tic tac, a tic tac toe, a tickety tac, a uh, TikTok. We have a TikTok. We have a TikTok. Okay. We don't have any videos on there yet, but we have a TikTok. And on TikTok, there was a challenge to watch a spoofy movie called Incantation. And my wonderful, our wonderful, I say, our wonderful social media management team was like, <laughs> they were scared, okay? They were super spooked by this movie. So, of course, you know, I had to watch it. So, I took the challenge. I did personally myself. I took the challenge. And I watched the movie. And um, I could see why they were spooked. I could see why they were spooked. Definitely. I'm not going to give anything away. You have to watch the movie. You can find it on Netflix. If you dare. Okay? Because that's the challenge. That'll be supposed to for me. I know it's a hard path for you. But for me, to like head first into things like this, I did it. Okay? Sue did it. All right. So the the challenge was is you had to watch it without looking away and without turning it off. You had to watch the whole thing, like through and through. And I did. I watched it through and through. Um, I will say that I didn't participate in any chanting. There was no participation trophy for me on that. Um, <laughs> but it was really good. No, it was it's a Taiwanese horror film, and it's it's actually really, really good. And it's on Netflix. Um, if you have Netflix, you should watch it. I mean, if you dare to watch it. If you're up for okay. space. Now we know. got coming. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's coming. It's coming. You decide to do uh, that challenge. Um, like Sue said, uh, we're not going to go ahead and spoil what happens in the movie. But the challenge that me and Jesse saw, um, we both handled the social media. So if you hear Jesse, we're talking, I'm talking about him. Um, <clears throat> it was, we were supposed to watch the movie without stopping it at all. Um, and without looking away, no matter how much you got uncomfortable. And we was like, oh, we can do this. No, we should have did it. We should have looked away. We should have ended it. Um, Oh, that movie gave me the heebity jibbity weebity jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I, I, I learn from other people. This is how I survive. I learn from other people. I have learned from you. I am not watching this movie. I refuse. I refuse. Not, <laughs> yeah, you, uh, hard you path. Definitely, you definitely learned from... From Jesse and Tina because they were so, they were not okay. They were not okay after I'm, this movie. I'm glad you volunteered as tribute. <laughs> I did volunteer as tribute. I made it out alive. 
Thank you, Tic Tac. I made it out alive. Um, so that's the thing. And um, I guess that wraps it up for tonight. We've had, man, we had some technical difficulties tonight. We but sure you know, did. We want us talking about these cryptids in particular tonight. But I want to say thank you to everyone who came out and listened and yes, participated. We, you know, we love our listener participation. That's what makes this fun. If you've got any suggestions, comments, you know, feedback, some constructive criticism, hit that link right above our icon heads up there, right there. This link right here has, thank you, once again, to our social media management team. This link right here takes you to the everything. And I mean the everything. It takes you to the Spotify. It takes you to the iHeartRadio. It takes you to the Discord. It takes you to Twitter, to the Twit. It takes you to the Tic Tacs. It's got all of the above, literally above our head. So hit it, join it, become a part of it, love it, live it, you know, all the wonderfulness. Um, if you want, you can also go to our stereo profiles, and we've got a link to our, our ID there. If you're not following that, go hit that, follow it, find us. You can find us under the hashtag of PCPS. You can also find us for Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society. And if you can't hit the link because you're listening to us on Spotify or iHeartRadio, you already know. Just look us up on Instagram. Look us up as PCPS on the TikTok. If you do the TikTok, you know, we're, we're easy to find. We're the only one like us. That's it. We're individuals. Um, and just for just for some funsies, if you do look us up on Spotify, we're kind of the top right now for Hello. entertaining podcasts. And we haven't even been there for that long. So that's awesome. Thank you guys for that because you guys are awesome yeah. for that. Um, that is fabulous. Oh, we got comments. What we got? And this may have just all been a coincidence, but it was... It- it was really spooky after the movie because yeah. things started happening. Um, Jesse has a really, really good computer um, and his two monitors just stopped working out of nowhere, which has never happened before, ever, not once at all. The only time that they have shut off is if like a storm happened and like, you know, the internet power went out, something like that. You know what I mean? Um, my phone started acting up. His phone started acting up. We felt incredibly nauseous during the movie, extremely. Um, after the movie, he went to go to sleep so he can go to work. And I guess I was still so nauseous that I ended up throwing up. Um, he, we were still nauseous hours after seeing the movie. Um, at his job he was hearing things um because he was realized that my recording recording ended at one minute um i don't know how much it recorded uh i hope i hope it stopped when i was telling you about the paranormal stuff that was happening to us after the movie uh his monitors was acting up phones was acting up um we was both really really sick um i actually threw up he was feeling really dizzy um uh what else what else happened uh he was hearing stuff at his job which he goes to by himself like to fix up everything make sure if there's anything messed up he go ahead and does it um 
he it was just really really weird he had a really weird dream that involved like a red snake and a bucket of blood like this all happened after we saw the movie mind you so you've been warned if you do it don't come after me (laughs) it's true they uh they immediately got in touch with me <laughs> let me know about all of the spooky and crazy things that happened because of the tiktok challenge and watching this movie and um so of course that piqued my interest after i spoke with them and gave them a, a few corners and tips and tricks and helped them you know calm down and you know get a hold of their fear um I wouldn't watch the movie. It's a great movie. I mean, it's made really well. I really enjoyed the movie myself, but I love the creepy and the horror movies. So it was good for me. But um, yeah, when you put it out there, I'm going to put it out there for everybody, for all of our listeners. Be careful what you put out into the universe and be careful what you bring into your home. Because it may just seem a movie. It may just seem like an innocent movie. And they may tell you, oh, it's fine. It was all made up. But once you make something up, everything was made up at one point. Religion, uh-huh. gods, myths, legends, cryptids. You give it power. Okay? So you have to be careful. You choose what you let into your home, into your mind. And you give it power once you give it emotions and thoughts and actions and feelings. We actually discussed this in a previous podcast about um, new cryptids that have come up, like uh, the Faceless Man and, um, oh, uh, Spoopy Squidward. (laughs) Yep. This is one of my favorites, Spoopy Squidward. So you have to be careful. So be cautious, you know, Give yourself That's why I pass because I I don't want to bring that into you know I don't want to invite that into my house my psyche like I I would just rather avoid the whole thing and mm-hmm. focus on positives and you know peace and love and joy and happiness and you know the stuff that is edifying to life so right that's why right. I won't watch those kind of movies but that's just me. Everybody is their own. That's true. To each your, like I said, I always say that to everybody. To each your own. Do your own thing, boo boo. I will be here no matter what. But just don't force me to watch it, and we'll be okay. <laughs> exactly. Look <laughs> to the wise. Use some discernment when you make choices. Okay, and you know, it may seem really innocent, may seem like an innocent little challenge, may seem like an innocent little movie or an innocent little song, but you do invite it into your life and things do influence your thoughts and feelings and emotions and the way you view the world. So if you're ready Mm -hmm. for it, if you're ready for it, if you've got your big girl or big boy or they them panties on, okay, (laughs) babies, bye babies, all you yeah. peoples out there, if you got your, your, your pants on and, and you're ready to go, then do it, honey. Full force. Go for it. I will always you know, encourage you to go and do the thing, but do it with you, caution and knowledge. You know, the Tide Pod thing was a challenge, too. Just saying. That was, That's all I'm going to say on that. <laughs> Just because it's a challenge. I mean, you got to do it. 
use discernment. That's why I'm saying use discernment. Go in it with knowledge and caution. And you don't have to do what everybody else is doing. Don't cave to the peer pressure. But then again, I'm not going to I'm not going to be mad at you either for doing what you're going to do. Because it's, it's your life. Do your thing. Anyway, totally got off, sidetracked, off topic, all that wonderfulness. <laughs> The challenge was fun. I enjoyed it. Not everybody enjoyed it, but I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Movie was great. Use your own discretion. If you want to watch it, fabulous. If you don't, that's fabulous. Do your own thing, boo-boo. As I was saying, hit the link up there. It has all the links to all the things. If you enjoyed the podcast, give us a like, give us a follow, all of that stuff that normal podcasters and YouTubers and all that say. Um... I'm not really good at it. So, yeah, do that. Hit buttons. Hit the buttons. Do the thing. Uh, thanks for joining us. We'll be here Friday night for Paranormal Umbrella. We're doing CERN and the Mandela Effect. And we will have a guest speaker with us. Thank you. will also be joining us to talk about Mandela Effect over the years. And does CERN have an effect on the dimensions? I say it does. Some other people say I it does. Some other people say it doesn't. We'll see. We'll cuss and discuss. Join us then Friday night for Paranormal Umbrella to find out. Put in your two cents. Have a discussion with us. Let's see how this goes. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to check under your bed and salt. Bring tip your waiters. That's right. We'll be here all week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye now. Have a good night, everyone. <laughs>